really happy to be joined by Emilio Gomez. Emilio, thank you so much for joining us on ATP Tennis Radio. No, thank you. Thank you very much for the for the invitation to be here. <laughs> thank you. Now, I just I just want to talk about um, the last year for you and and the rise in your success. You've had a, f- a few good tournaments. Just talk about what you've been working on and what you feel like has improved. Well, yeah, I think I was actually doing really well before the pandemic started. You know, I've been kind of like building up again with uh, with my new team this year, and it's been great. I mean, I've had more good tournaments, or how can I say, like good losses at times of the year. When I had to lose in tournaments, I won a tournament at home, in which it was pretty amazing for me, a challenger-level tournament. And, you know, new things, new things here again. It's, it's just amazing for me. Like, I just, I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> a lot of things, actually, that yeah. I want to address, especially first Davis Cup, um, Roland Garros qualifying, qualifying last year, yeah. and also winning that challenger. Everything kind of accumulating for your home country. Just, yeah. just express what that means to you. Let's start with Davis Cup, what that means for playing for your country for you. Oh, yeah. Davis Cup is always, I think, uh, one of the most important uh, part of the year for, uh, for the players that are on the teams, you know. Uh, for us, like in a small country, we don't have that many, uh, let's say, like uh, like the big uh, Spanish teams, uh, Russia, you know, they have multiple guys that can be in the team. I mean, they can switch up. We are pretty much uh, counted with the, with the fingers of the hand, you know. We are five, six players and that's it. And for us, Davis Cup is always really important because of history in, uh, in Ecuador and we don't have that many uh, world group uh, stages, uh, not many qualifiers, and for us, like the first time, you know, we went back uh, or they changed the format to to Madrid, and for us, the f- like second year qualify, it's uh, it's a dream come true for the whole team because we are, of course, not the big uh, big countries, you know, we are the smallest ones and. Uh, the best ranking player is it's me, and I'm like 160. And you see Russia, Spain, all the guys are like top 20, top 10, even top five. You know, and it's kind of like a weird feeling to be there at some on some time. I feel like it's like a, like a reward for all the years and how close we are as a team. Uh, and I think that's overall. I mean, that that's. The part of Davis Cup, it's being a team, and that's what got us there. Not too much of like a level of tennis, but more like as a team. And it's been really, really like a nice journey. We've had tough, tough losses. We've been close to going back to World Group. I guess, what exactly do you feel like you've learned from those losses? Because you've meant those. You've said that you've a couple times. You've said you learned from that and. Like as soon as we started, you said they were good losses. What do you yeah. mean by that? What did you learn? Yeah, I mean we were close, you know, and uh, it's not like uh, like we took them in the wrong way. I remember like having those tough losses, and weeks later I do well in tournaments. So uh, if you like actually try your best in those like ties, you know, you get you start getting good results later because you know you handle those losses good. And then you go again and try again. If, of course, if you let down and you know stop working hard, that's not gonna come like that. So, as a team, we kept ourselves in like in a good position to you know try to be there and try again. 
And then um, another emotional moment for you was, I was just as, as soon as I said it, I saw your reaction, qualifying for Roland Garros. Yeah. Just talk about, I, I read that, you know, you were full of tears and just full of emotion because of yeah. what it meant back in your country. Just explain yeah. those emotions, that experience. Yeah, not much uh, about, I mean, not, I don't think about too much about like in a country way, you know. Country is more Davis Cup, of course. Every time you play a tournament, right. you play for your country, but it's not too much about my country, to be honest. It's more about like my family, more mm -hmm. like, you know, coming out at... You know, my dad won the tournament there. I'm like, you know, my first Grand Slam main draw, 28 years old, you know, it's like, I mean, I thought it was not gonna come ever. Mm -hmm. So it's like, uh, it, that, that was the thing that you never know if it's gonna happen. Yeah. And after winning that match, like saving, my, like you don't get to save match points in the, in the last round of qualies, you know, that often. <laughs> and that's why I think it meant even more. Uh, you know, I was almost lost in second round of qualies as well, and I know it's just like I said, like it's same as Davis Cup. You have to be ready for the moment and wait for the opportunity to come. Uh, you know, I had a tough loss in the first round against Sonego, but it was a five-setter. But you know, it's the same, same as everything. I feel even though you are like 170, 180, or 160, if you believe, I mean, you can be in the in that level um, so for me it was really special to uh, to play my first Grand Slam where you know my dad won right and I mean talking about your family obviously a great achievement there and the impact that he's had on you and I know you have a lot of siblings that played collegiate tennis yeah. as well you played college tennis yeah. um, how does that impact your whole family and does that help like bring you together do you learn from each other yeah, I mean, uh, we actually uh, were in the same team with Roberto Quiroz. He's my cousin, and we played for USC for for all these years. Those years where the team was really successful. Um, but yeah, I think us going to college gave everyone the belief that college might be a good path in continuing your. Uh, development as a player if you don't feel ready to you know go on tour in which you face so many uh, adver like adversaries and you know you're by yourself it's not like you're you know like in college or as a team it's more but you get ready for it because you normally in Ecuador you come from like a middle to big kind of family you know where where they give you everything and sometimes they do everything for you and when you go back you go to college you are on your own you know you need to like do everything by your own uh, you study you do your laundry do you do absolutely everything and you grow up as a as a person you learn new experiences and you don't see that uh, it's not only like a small bubble where, where we live uh, and you know you actually go to the world and start you know knowing new things to to approach your life uh, overall if you play tennis or not. I know that's always a topic of discussion nowadays is whether the kids should go to college or go pro right away. But you in particular felt like, do you feel like that helped you prepare for the tour when you came out in the tour? Yeah, yeah, I think I wasn't ready. I, that's why I went to college. I felt like I had the level and everything, but I didn't have like a team, you know, I didn't have everything organized. Like, like of course, if I have the same team as I have today and I have it when I was 18, probably I, I, I wouldn't go to college. I, I felt like I wasn't ready 
I didn't have the 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 team to to go and you know fight the tour because it's not easy. You have to start from scratch. You know, go to the futures and that's like a grind. Then you have to go to challenges in which I'm still there and grinding. Uh, but sometimes you bet on something bigger, like here for me. You know, French Open. And sometimes if you're like I said, if you're ready, you start getting these things. But everything is a process. You know, college was a process for me in in terms of you know being by myself, be more independent, don't depending on my parents all the time and and now I don't even of course I talk to them a lot, they help me with some things, but now my life it's it's mine and I manage it the way I want. What do you feel like you're doing particularly well that you feel like is improved? Well I I've been just doing the same thing, just a little bit better, you know, a little bit more of luck as well. <laughs> Now I feel like I belong here, so it's like something that actually gives you a lot of confidence to, to my next match. And you mentioned a few times that you've developed a team around you. Just yeah. talk about maybe who you've added to your team and how they've impacted you. Well, when we were at the French Open, I was with the Davis Cup captain, Raul Viver, in which he's the partner with my dad in the academy back home. And now... At the beginning of the year, I added Andres Schneider and my a new fitness coach and kinesiologist as well. That we've been taking decisions together now, and we we've been doing. I've been doing the things uh, like how we plan them and how we actually need to work. To they know they know better than me what we need to do. And I've let, I've given them all the responsibility on on how to work, what do we have to work, and how do I have to play the matches. I I just have to execute now, you know, in, in on the court, and that has uh, actually led me to you know feel more free and relaxed on the court, and be more competitive, you know, with whatever they give me, the tools they give me outside, and and, and all the the study we make on, on the players now. So just besides doing stuff on court, do they help you with getting to that good mental yeah. state off court as yeah, well? Yeah, off court as well. You know, uh, Andres is a really intense uh, coach, but we've managed really well. Like he's a really, really good guy to to practice with. He pushes you really hard. And and I think it's it's per- it was a perfect fit for me. Like I've been trying to find something like that you know something that someone that pushes me like I know I can go like and be on court for hours and hours but he pushes you to the limit and sometimes you ask for a little bit more you know to prove him that you you really want it and then just some interest sort of an outlet to get away from tennis what are some things you enjoy that likes to help you get away and mentally get away maybe escape yeah well one of the things that I haven't done it because I haven't been home too much. It's, uh, I like I love going fishing a okay. lot. That probably is the best because, you know, you don't have your phone with you. You probably have no signal. You have no reception anywhere. So that's, that's good because you don't, like, today you are on the phone pretty much all the time. And, uh, and that's something that, of course, is not great. Like the other day we had that... <laughs> That uh, Facebook, Instagram, letdown, WhatsApp, so you couldn't communicate. It feels like that, actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it kind of feels like that. Yeah. But it's good. I mean, I, 
I, I like that. I don't like going alone. I normally like going with... You don't like I, going fishing alone? No, okay. no. I, like, I okay. always... But the thing is, I always... Someone invites me, either my uncle or someone close to him. Uh, we get to chat, you know, talk about everything, soccer, life. And we are not, like, on, on the phone ever, you know, until we get back. And that's something that kind of, like gets me out of tennis easily you know if you say tomorrow well, let's go fishing tomorrow let's, let's go my phone is off yeah. goodbye I'm not gonna have reception if something happens mm, sorry <laughs> you have to find me somewhere else well I, <laughs> I, I was just gonna ask is that something you try and incorporate throughout the year like at other cities or other tournaments that you go to uh, I mean I try but I also like uh, well more Easily, like, I like going to the movies too. Going to the movies also gives me, you know, you leave, you leave your phone, you pay attention to the movie for a couple hours and and then comment about it with whoever you go, you know, it's it's nice too. Any favorite movies? Uh, it depends. Okay. I like, I, I just, everything. I mean, sometimes if there's nothing in the movies or I've watched everything, I just yeah. go for the fun of being there. You okay. know, I have like some popcorn or a really good coca-cola and that's it okay. <laughs> great that sounds like a good plan yeah i mean that's good yeah well anyway you're you're fantastic to watch <laughs> um you. happy for your success here this week thank you for thank joining you. us and best of luck thank you